You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Roman Polanski's... Ah, forget it, Brian. It's Chinatown. You know trouble. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We're your hosts. I'm Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jared Kellen. How you doing, Brian? I am doing good. I changed your name over in the quote. Yeah, well, yeah that's, uh, <laughs> that's weird, man. Fuck it. <laughs> Forget it, Jake. Forget it, Jake. And we also have with us James Young. Hey, thank you for having me. Oh, hey, man. Thanks for coming out again. Was this the third time, fourth time? I, uh, I thought this was the second. The sec- oh, no, no. 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 You, I know you've been on before me, and we, we did... Um, I think we've Alan done a couple together. Right? We did Alan Quartermain. Right? Oh, that was... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. Wow. Young James. That's 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 terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, look, we're already off to a better start. Talk about a better movie. Well, You've actually yeah. seen this one, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We watched this one last <laughs> night and then stayed up and talked about how great it was for like six six hours. Yeah, so I'm really kind of talked out about it. I was uh, I was going to look at something today and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm over. I don't really yeah, want to no, look at kinda, anything. That's the problem. You know, you get around and talk about it too much and, and you get on, on mic and you're like, oh, we've already talked about it. Yeah, this. yeah. <laughs> I was going to look at some, uh, some, some information. I was like, no, I think I'm just going to watch Irish people try strange food on YouTube. Well, you know, but the... What? The, <laughs> <laughs> it's Irish. Irish people, what, like what, what were they eating? What was the strange food? Oh, it's it's strange to them. It's oh, it's like, anything. It's, it's like McDonald's. Yeah, like like, like, like our version of the oh, yeah. McDonald's. Yeah, they they did Five Guys and they did uh, Burger King. Uh, so it's all greasy burgers. <laughs> no, 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 they do all kinds of. They do things from around the uh, the world. Not, but uh, I watch the American things. They uh, there's a bunch of them. They bring them in in twos and they interview them and while well, they they try uh, different things. I like the ones where they try American whiskeys Ooh. and beers. Uh, they have they, they have quite a few comments about uh, Miller and, and Budweiser. What but is Bud Light Lime? 
so do you guys uh, put beer in your water? <laughs> is, that, is that what's going on? Uh, you put a dash of beer in there? Yeah, so it's just nice to hear them. But occasionally they, they find something they really like when, like, the Krispy Kreme donuts are just about it's universally, like, they're, they're talking about it. They're like, this looks, look at this. It's it, it's strange. It's not even done on the bottom. And they eat it. And then they're like, oh. See, oh. We, we need to talk about this because I, I think that in every city there's an actual donut shop and then there's a Krispy Kreme. Like you've, you've had Krispy Kremes, right? Oh, yeah. They're not good. Well, the standard the Krispy Kreme is just a, it's a fine, plain donut. It's it's a very good thing. It's a fine Go plain. to Howard's Donuts or it's, go to... Howard's um, Donuts is a very good know, thing. Or like the Gibson. other one, Gibson. Gibson's yeah. good, too. They're pretty much the same. Uh, no. Yes. You're insane. <laughs> Nobody would agree with that in their right fucking mind. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm talking about the one in West Memphis. Oh, come on. Oh. No, you're crazy. <laughs> anyway, still better yeah. than a Krispy Kreme. What? You think so? Yeah. I don't like Howard's. As much. They're, they're too cakey. Not their standard. Like, but, uh, yeah, their standard glaze is too, like... I'm gonna, I'm, all right, so I'm, I'm going to drive around the city, and I'm going to get one from everywhere, and then we're going to do it like a donut taste-off. Man, I don't know. And we're going to be blind. You're gonna eat them blind. When they're when they're what is it fresh and hot or whatever when they come off the fucking line at Krispy Kreme. We're gonna have to oh, nuke yeah, them in the microwave for good. a second. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, Anyways. nuke them in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Some bush league shit right there. Anyways, Chinatown. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Chinatown uh, is known for uh, donuts. Really good donuts. Wait, what? It is. Well, I think all, Chinese I think all the all the Howard's donuts are run by uh, Asian people here. Oh, that that's true. I think the Korean though. Hmm. Fuck it. Oh, there you go. Okay, I stand corrected. So Chinatown, they actually maybe know something about a donut. <laughs> fried bread, man. Dude. <laughs> Can't really fuck up fried bread. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what have we been talking about here? <laughs> Chinatown. Right. <laughs> you know, Jack Nicholson? Oh, yeah, that's goodness. right. Oh, but before we talk about Chinatown, uh, housekeeping, we do got to mention next month is listener request. Yes. So if you want us to talk about a movie, throw throw those recommendations out there. We got emails, moviecrew at gmail.com. For some reason, we get most of the people are trying to get us to do Deep Throat. And I just don't think we want to cover that one yet. Wait, what? I think we're saving that one for episode 200, right? What? No. What? 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 <laughs> deep Throat. Deep Throat. Well, we, yeah. don't do, deep throat. we don't do that kind of cinema here. Well, you know, it's <laughs> a very popular art. movie. It, it, broke the ba- it broke some boundaries. Oh, yeah. It crossed it over. broke my boundaries. That's right. It made, it made some huge crossovers. <laughs> Jack, speaking of Jack Nicholson, and it's Jack Nicholson month, he, uh, he, he went to the premiere of that. That was like a, a big thing because a bunch of you know celebrities went to you know dirty movie. Nice, dirty movies get premieres now. <laughs> you should do a double. You should do that in Caligula. Ooh, I'm gonna skip that month. Wow. <laughs> mm, anyway, um, so yeah, if you want us to cover something, listener request month. Um, but Chinatown, guys. Some people would say uh, greatest script ever written. They get thrown around a lot when we hmm. talk about this movie. I haven't read the script, but. When anybody talks about this movie? Well, I think they're referring to just how it's paced after watching the film. Hmm. It's probably the best detective film I've ever seen as far as the, how it's laid out, the mystery and you dealing with it and how it's explained to you and you're going along with it. I think it's the I think it's the best. De- I can't think of another detective movie that's on par with it. He's never seen Roger Rabbit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't say that in the Roger Rabbit voice, so we're not counting that you even spoke Jared. He's never seen okay. <clears throat> But, uh, you know, that's up for interpretation. There may be somebody's got one that they like better than that. Dick Tracy. <laughs> Man, you just pulling out all Falcon. these. <laughs> well, Maltese Falcon is really good. Um, yeah, that, that is really good. But no, good. no, I'm, I'm just fucking with him. No, he's right. 
This is great. And yeah, it's, 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 it is my favorite. And unlike something like the Maltese Falcon, there's like no VO. It's just story. We learn as the characters learn. You were saying last night, James, that there was originally VO. Supposedly I read somewhere, I can't remember where, but I was reading uh, that in the original script there was voiceover and that uh, Polanski had took it out. Just didn't want hmm. it. That's kind of crazy. That yeah. is crazy. Because you, cause normally your voiceover has a lot of the exposition to tell you kind of what's what's happening. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, I, I read that in one article, so you, you could never... I. I can't say this gospel. I didn't read it in 10 articles. I read it in one article. I was talking about it. It's interesting, though, because, I mean, you can definitely see, like, the long pauses where Jack Nicholson's just watching people, and, like, you can see VO being thrown in there. I don't know if they ever recorded the VO. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't think they did. I never heard anything about that. Yeah. Thank God, though. It might have been during that (laughs) six weeks that the two of them, Polanski and... uh, and town were together and were, uh, were, were going back and forth about what was going to be in the movie was what wasn't. Obviously, we watched the part of the two Jakes and it has VO. It's got voiceover narration in it. Yeah, that's the sequel. Right. But it's about Robert Town. Yeah, he, yeah. he wrote it. Um, yeah. And Jack Nicholson directed that one. Yeah. We watched we watched that. Or, well, OK, yeah. we tried to watch it. We got about an hour into it after we, we followed it up directly after watching Chinatown, too. Don't advise that. Chinatown I don't too. advise it. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. It, it was, was rough. I've never seen it. Give yourself a little time and go check it out. Because when I when I saw it, the, fir- the first time I saw it, I enjoyed it much more than trying to watch it right after watching Chinatown. It was, uh, it, was it paled a little bit. Yeah. No, I, I remember really liking the movie. And then it's just, man, all that style, all, all the good blocking and the awesome shots, all of that stuff is just gone. And it's just... Very standard 90s coverage. Yeah. And it loses something. Oh, it loses a lot, but... Lost having a real director. Whoa, <laughs> hey. <laughs> what else what is Jack Nicholson? Like, what, what else has he directed? Uh, I don't know. Going South. Um, Drive, he said. That was one they mentioned on the behind the scenes, but I've never seen that. Hmm. Oh, I've seen a film called Drive, but Jack Nicholson didn't direct it. I mean, I've, done, I've seen the one with uh, Ryan Gosling. No, it's called Drive... Comma, he said. Oh. That's the whole title. Yeah. Oh. I thought you were saying that he said he directed one called Drive. And no, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That, yeah, it's, it is kind of a bizarre title. Okay. It's kind of hard to remember. But yeah, you know, he's, he's done a couple movies before. Yeah. I don't think that's Jack Nicholson's forte, per se. It's acting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even when he was doing the movie, like uh, Polanski kept telling him, like, you know, hey, you got to speed up. You got to speed up. You got to say these lines faster. I can't say my cadence quicker. He's like, <laughs> it's like Jack, if you talk like you normally deliver lines, this movie is going to be like, uh, what do you say, seven hours long yeah, or something? something like that. But to be fair, uh, this movie is like two hours and ten minutes long, yeah. and it doesn't feel like it. No, it doesn't. I think this movie flows extremely well. It 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 does. Even uh, even as old as it is, it still flows pretty well, pretty and, darn well. And speaking of how old it feels, it, like it it looks like it could be black and white, and you just let it go. You know what I mean? Like I I, I think I want to watch it desaturated <laughs> and just see. I thought it looks pretty good. The, the, that image that he has up is probably one of my least favorite scenes in it. it the uh, where uh, she's wearing that weird hat. Well, no, where um, <laughs> yeah, it's a weird hat, and she's got the hair. I, I was like looking at the hat mostly in the scene. Like, how do they make that hat? 
And <laughs> she's got a lot of great hats. Everyone's got great hats in this movie, though. And it just it, the the set just looks strange. It looks dated. Everything it looks really. It looks like an old. Movie. Yeah, in, that, in the in the restaurant where they're. It's I think she, it's when she gets ready to hire him, right? Well, it's actually when they're they're having backstory when he's starting to get to know her. Yeah, and I guess she's really you don't know it at the time, but really just feeling him out to see how much he knows. Yeah, is what she's actually doing. She's using like a her. I guess she's using an excuse of an open marriage, you know, to justify like these her strange past that she's had. Yeah, with this ancestral relationship with her father. Well, he doesn't. That that hasn't come out yet. Well, yeah, yeah. At, at that, that point in the movie, yeah, that hasn't come out yet. Hope we're not ruining this for everyone. Spoilers. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. Hopefully everybody's seen this movie. It is 1979. <laughs> I saw it for the first time today. Oh, well, okay, yeah. We, we should put out some spoiler warnings then. <laughs> Did you really just see it for the first I time today? I saw it for the first time today, and, and I kept getting like lost in her eyebrows, like her thin-drawn eyebrows, and like looking at things in the, in the frame. I'd have to like, pause it and rewind. And, uh, but yeah, totally. I, I don't know why I'd never seen this before. Yeah, this is definitely my favorite Polanski film. I mean, he just fucking nails everything. Careful uh, about whoa. talking about Polanski nailing things. Uh, ah. God damn it. Foot, mouth, inserted. Uh, I'm going to insert something. Oh, no, damn it. No. I'll tell you really about the mother-daughter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, She's my mother. <laughs> oh, man. I thought about, talk, talk about slap a bitch. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to slap a woman. <laughs> Sean Connery was yeah. the technical, uh, technical advisor. He was, the like, he was like, no, hit her harder. <laughs> The palm of your hand, but on on the backhand, you, you gotta you know you gotta really swing that thing in there. That, that moment almost goes uh, a little too melodramatic, but uh, yeah, it really, it is one of the most melodramatic. Th- it, it it doesn't seem quite natural, does it? Just a little. No, it, what, when he not, like flips on her and starts smacking the shit out of yeah. her. Yeah, my mother. She's my daughter. She's my sister, but it's such a hard daughter. reveal though, too. My daughter. <laughs> well, Faye Dunaway's character is like a lying motherfucker. Like you think she's a lying bitch throughout the whole movie, and you don't really realize she's a victim until later. So that's the big turn, you know? Yeah, that that is so good, and it's good that, that they put the family stuff in in the subplot. You know, it's all about the money and the greed, and that's whatever got everything started. You know what's weird to me in the. Uh, I'm just thinking about the end when, when she shoots John Houston. She shoots him. Yeah, she shoots him in the arm. Is it the arm or the chest? No, no she no, shoots no. him, and then he goes, oh. He doesn't even, he kind of barely reacts. And, yeah. and you, see, you see a little bit on his left shoulder. Yeah, he, like, he gets kind of grazed. Yeah, it's it, kinda, yeah. He barely reacts. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like, oh. <laughs> but, then, but then the cops, for some, I guess because she shot, they just unload <laughs> into a city with, like, there's just people around. What, people Chinatown? <laughs> That's right. It's Chinatown. Well, I mean, fuck, dude. Dirty Harry does that in any street in no, San Francisco. He, 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 <laughs> yeah. shoot, he'll shoot you in the back way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I give up. Just please don't shoot me. I got my hands up. I've got the gun out already. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to be paid. <laughs> Justice oh, must be served. Man, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. He, he did murder everybody. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. She was – she did have a, a, a firearm. She was fleeing the scene, so – it is, and it's it's kind of justifiable. They shoot a woman in the back of the head. Damn good shot. <sighs> driving driving a, a especially a, with a revolver. Yeah, 
driving away you know, with a with a hostage. Like, you know, like you know, they're shooting at the girl. No. Yeah, <laughs> right. I was thinking. I was thinking that they were going to go up there and both be dead. So yeah. my thought was that they killed both of them. Your child can't be a hostage. Well, they don't know. I mean, they, they're there with. Uh, oh, that's true. They the, don't know that yet. Yeah, because Jake is trying to tell them. And Your like, sister child can't be. <laughs> and of course, that wasn't the original ending. I didn't. Um, I didn't know that until going through the uh, special features. But originally, Roger, uh, Robert Town had the uh, the end take place with Faye Dunaway, and she was she was going to shoot Noah Cross, and then the cops were going to arrest her. That was the original end of the movie. Yeah, Noah Cross was going to be killed by his daughter. Yeah, but now he All gets a, a chance to, uh, and then she would be to do the whole thing over again. He gets to double down on the, <laughs> which is, I mean, both endings are pretty tragic. I think yeah. both, both endings are, are, are. The other ending would be tragic as well. The I get. I guess the difference is the the, the Noah Cross character, John Huston, would get his just desserts in the end. Would be meddled out justice by being killed, but then she would. She'd be going to prison. Yeah, but you would. Yeah, you would get some kind of justice. And the way it ends right now, there's none. Yeah, and you you've got uh, his 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 granddaughter slash daughter back in his clutches, which is uh, extremely creepy. Fresh meat. <laughs> How much more time do I got, Evelyn? I mean, I gotta pass my seed on sometime. <laughs> I gotta get to raping now. I gotta see the other child get born, and hopefully wait till she's fifteen as well. <laughs> Like, damn, dude. Every 15 years. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Mm, You got to laugh because it is disturbing as shit. And John Houston is, uh, yeah. He's He's he's, great as the character. He just, he he doesn't. He's well cast. He, he, He's a tough man to get this guy to shoot him like, oh, <laughs> oh fuck. I'm in a flesh wound. <laughs> I'm so glad I got my daughter back. <laughs> Hush now, girl. <laughs> Puts his giant hands over her head, you know, like, man. He, he did have some big hands. He's got a big booming voice, too. I mean, he's just, he's just a big dude, man. Yeah. Larger than life guy. I just, I, I love the way he speaks and the way he'll, he'll like, just linger on, on, the last syllable of the word of his sentence, and he's just he'll just draw it out. It's, I'm sure Nicholas is oh. like, How does he get to talk that way, Roman? <laughs> right. He's fucking John Houston, okay? He directed I'm Humphrey Jack Bogart. Right. You're Jack Nicholson, you're fucking no one. You just did the last detail. Shut up, bitch. You just did Roger Corman movies 10 years ago. With the, uh, what is it, the producer of, uh, of The Godfather and Rosemary's Baby. And Roman Polanski was uh, pretty big at this point in time. Everybody who worked on this was, you know, even the the DP shot a bunch of. He shot Scarface, I think. Well, stuff. he shot that. Well, that was after. Yeah, uh, no, I'm just saying. Same, yeah. same. Um, he he was actually kind of green. Really, at this at this time. Yeah, he was a uh, shot a lot of uh, documentaries, and they were actually talking about how the uh, the his crew, his experience, were making fun of him because he was like taking home lights and lights. He was, I guess, buying from you know just home improvement stores, and he was using those on sets and building soft lights and rigging up just. Things you find in your in your house. I haven't seen that. Where, where did you get this information from? Uh, man, it's uh, it, it's actually on the one of the uh, behind the scenes on the disc hmm. where they're they're talking about like you know his like a lighting approach and how subtle it was and you know at the time he was like well I wasn't trying to make a statement with anything that's just what I knew. I haven't seen that. So yeah, I mean you can even watch the movie and the the light sources are very very simple. I I, I love it. It's a uh, 
I love the way it looks. It looks, and I think it, it helps with it, making it look modern. It, it looks like there's more soft bounce light that yeah. they have in from the time period. That's something you didn't see a lot of. It was mostly hard light and, and more and, shaped and sculpted. Until they went outside, where it's like a massive sun, you know, yeah. a lot of times, which is interesting. And I don't know what yeah. scenes that made it in that Stanley Cortez shot. You know, that which which one survived. That, that he, when he started the movie, that he, he did some of those shots. They said there were two scenes, but they didn't specify it's which scenes. Well, yeah. And what did, what else had that guy done? Oh, uh, Magnificent Ambersons. He was, uh, he had worked for uh, Orson Welles. Yeah. Hmm. And, and That's he, right. Stanley Cortez is a very famous cinematographer. Why did he get replaced? Uh, you know, it says in there, it's it's not too flattering. Uh, it's a uh, he raped somebody. It, no, no. <laughs> that was just the director. Okay, Pol- Polanski <laughs> claims that uh, that well, you don't you don't hear Bob Evans' uh, point of view on it, but it, Polanski claims that Evans wanted to fire him because he was he thought that uh, he was taking too much time. <laughs> the kid gets out of the picture. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. That's so, a good documentary, you yeah. know. But that's the, that's what you the, what we saw in the behind the scenes hmm. that it was that uh, that from according to Roman Polanski that he had uh, gotten he was gotten on rid of on the behest of uh, of the producer. The but I don't. Who knows? You know who who knows the actual truth of any of that stuff? The shadow knows. Yeah. Oh, that's a good movie. <laughs> nice reference. I'm just thinking of noir. Uh, yeah, I guess that is. Yeah, technically, although you know, I, I I also like that movie a lot. I know not a lot of other people do, but I love The Shadow. Right? Isn't it's The Shadow fun. good? It's oh, fun. Man, yeah, that's it's a fun. great film. Have we dude. done The Shadow yet? No, we haven't. Okay, we gotta it's do a, that. That's a great. That's my I request that for next month. <laughs> it's, I listen it, to the podcast. <laughs> you like it? I like The Shadow as well. I think yeah. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I yeah. always thought I was always thought the movie should have done better. You know, <clears throat> it, it came totally out at the wrong time. Have. It did come out nineteen ninety four, man. It was a yeah. bad, bad, bad time. Right, it was right around Speed, wasn't it? You know, bad. and like True Lies, and mm, that was bad. It had that nice. It had wonderful, wonderful sets. The great style, f- fun. It had a really nice kind of. Take on the humor. I think Al, Al Baldwin was fantastic as the Shadow. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. John Lowe was a great bad guy. Yeah. Oh man, I love John Lowe. Curry. It's, oh oh fuck, yeah. I forgot Tim Dude, Curry. I forgot he was Curry. Yeah. fantastic. With that fucking crazy oh, ass Tommy gun where he's just, just fucking just laughing, laughing. Yeah. cackling. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, oh. I'm gonna go watch that again. Uh, yeah, that's oh, okay. <laughs> Chinatown. Mm, yeah, back to you. Chinatown. Sorry, <laughs> you, you brought us the shadow. Thank you. <laughs> See, if we didn't have that neo noir, we could have never gotten to the comic book neo noir. It's true. <sighs> you know, stepping stones, people. This all it all, it all makes sense. Um, I, and I guess we should say this is a neo noir because it's color black and white. Usually, is what film noirs are normally shot in. So. And noir is just the French word for black. So, black film. I know if we don't say that, some people are going to take us to, to town and be like, oh, excuse me, Chinatown's in color. It's not a uh, film noir. I'm going to point out that Brian pushed his glasses up on his nose before he said that. That I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes it worse. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the image above uh, Brian's shoulder of Faye uh, Dunaway in the. You can't same, let that go, can you? It's just. I. We had, uh, Brian and I watched this uh, yesterday, and we had seen the special f- features before we watched the movie again. And they're talking about Polanski 
uh, Jack, Jack Nixon tells the story of Polanski just pulling a hair out of Faye Dunaway's head because it was uh, during that shot uh, or the oh. reverse of this shot. I think it's probably the reverse. And, like um, a flyaway? Yeah. And that he just goes – That the, they keep calling the hairdresser in. They keep uh, – this is bugging the fuck out of me. And so, so after they do, they do the shot and it comes it comes back up and then they do it two or three times and then Plansky just walks over and just rips it out of her head. <laughs> Did not go down very well. She flipped out apparently. Supposedly, wow. yeah. Faye Dunaway was like, oh, what the fuck did you just do to me? You European fucking motherfucker. What? Oh, no. This is America. You don't do this here. No. That's my hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah evidently you don't mess with Faye Dunaway. Why would you ever go up to an actress, especially with that much power at that point in time, and and, pull out a fucking hair? And just go like, this hair bothers me. Oh, man, just suck it up, bro. I don't care how much time it's costing you. Just just, pull out a pair of scissors and just cuts it. Oh, my God. She'd probably flip out then, too. Mm Mm-hmm. But there was a, there was a lot of little like fun drama stories they had on this set. Like uh, Polanski uh, trying to smash what he thinks is Jack Nicholson's TV, <laughs> but it's it's one of the assistant director's TV. Yeah, like <laughs> Jack Nicholson was like it's just a shot where he's like going into his office, I think. Uh, and you know they had the the Venetian blinds, the shadows of that, and a bunch of scenes in his office. Polanski's there like trying to set these Venetian blinds just right so they get the they get the light into Jack's face and on the walls and everything. You know, uh, there was a Lakers game that night, and Jack Nicholson's a Laker fan. He wants to watch the game. Plansky's like, uh, I don't think we're going to get this done today. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll just do it over the weekend. And Jack Nicholson, well, when we come back, yeah, yeah. Right. He puts he puts his hand up on the blinds and closes the Venetian blinds. And Polanski is just like, you know how fucking long I was working on that shit? He gets so pissed off. He follows Jack Nicholson all the way back to his trailer, and he's like, well, if you fucked up my blinds, I'm going to fuck up you watching the Lakers. And he takes the TV out of the dude's trailer and throws it on the fucking ground. Well, he smashes it with something first. First, he, he said he picked up like a dust broom, like a broom, like, or I, I guess maybe, I don't know if it's a broom or one of those, uh, you know, handles for the dust bin. Yeah. That they have, you know, the, 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 the bin that you can sweep it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, he, and he's mad and he grabs it and he runs into the, to his trailer to where, where he's hanging out. And he, he starts hitting it with that and it doesn't break it so then he he then he <laughs> then he picks it up and throws it out and he sees the the assistant director just looking at him horrified he doesn't know that it's actually his tv it's not jack nicholson's tv and he says it didn't break when he threw it out it's still out there playing <laughs> when it's on the grass. that's excellent so you know there's this little polish man that's like super mad super pissed and this tv's not breaking and he's just like and just walks the fuck off set jack nicholson said like during the argument he's like ripping his uh, wardrobe off yeah and he's like, he just walks out of off the sound stage in his underwear, and then realizes like, oh, my clothes are back in the sound stage. He had to walk back in. <laughs> it just sounded like it was just, you know, just temper tantrums. Yeah. Yeah. a lot of temper tantrums. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they, they were saying that they made up, uh, you know, on the on the drive home on the way back, and everything was fine. So a little Merlot, a little soft music. Oh, yeah, or, man, you know, a little reach around. He's like, are you on the side of me? <laughs> you know, I'm gonna invite you and a 13 year old girl over Ooh. to my pool. No, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, Jack, and I borrow your house. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't own real estate in here uh, since uh, Charlie Manson uh, popped up. Ooh, no. ooh, too soon, too soon. All of it, all of it's uh, really what a fucked up life. <laughs> Yeah, Polanski definitely made his... Uh... Still got to win an Oscar. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, after all that, that shit. You, well, yeah, it's that's that's always a strange thing, you know. When he's when they what is it, what is, it, is it is it Sweden or Switzerland that they arrested him in and for being? Uh, I thought it was France. No, because France doesn't have extradition. Yeah, that, that, that's his hideaway. Yeah, France doesn't have oh. extradition, and you know. Oh, that's right. The whole while he's being held there by because he he goes through a foreign country that does have extradition with the U.S. I, I, I can't remember if it was Switzerland or Sweden or but yeah, they, it was one of those places. Yeah. You're talking about like uh, was it like 2014 or 2013 when he got? No, this was it was was it that late? I you know I again the Oscar I was going to look up at some of that stuff today, and again I ended up watching Irish people eat American and <laughs> food. Yeah. Weird it's stuff. the more important thing. <laughs> Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> oh, this cheeseburger. This double-decker like burrito from Taco Bell is insane. <laughs> oh, this is just shite. <laughs> Wait till it comes out of you, buddy. Why is it quesarito? <laughs> we don't even know. Nobody does. I, I did I did want to go over a, a couple of things. We normally talk about the, the budget of the film. Um what was this budgeted at? Well, this was seventy four, so this got uh, usually uh, you know inflation and everything. It's got a lower budget, but it was a six million dollar budget. Oof. Made uh, twenty nine point two million dollars domestically, and we don't have uh, foreign numbers. Yeah, at this time because it was in the seventies, and they didn't really keep track of that stuff that well. Mm, that was kind of a that was you know, just some money they made and just kept off the books. Maybe you know who knows what was going well, on. Well, I'm sure it wasn't that much. What are you you could probably collecting like at that time like not even like twenty percent of your revenue from foreign sales? I don't know. You know, I had to think Polanski at that time. Um, yeah, it's it, it's so difficult talking about Ron Polanski. Uh, it, it brings into all all this backstory and all and the whole thirteen year old rape the, the the whole thing it's so difficult to talk about him but at this time and i guess still now and for i guess he's a draw in france and, and porn and poland and you know a, a foreign director of some acclaim so i guess maybe his films would make a little more than a, a standard american director's uh films in europe i mean you would think but i mean just i don't know man i don't uh, foreign cinema really wasn't that big i mean even when you look at like you know the French New Wave, and you have all those directors that were really big then. Their films, like if you look what it was, uh, you know, adjusted for American dollars, it's like not even a million is your box office. So, like your top ceiling is maybe a million dollars for France. I don't know what that is in French money, but you know, it's like not a lot of people go see movies. Also, your population's a lot smaller. You know, we have over three hundred some fucking million people here, and fuck a Russia and goddamn China were. Those countries were going through, you know, they didn't have any fucking money to go see fucking movies in the 70s. They do now, though. So, okay. So, the, anyway. Again, this was a $6 million movie. $6 million, yeah. And was how was that for at the time? Was that a was that normal? Was that a larger budget? Was that a smaller budget? Medium of the road? Middle yeah, of the road? that's that's medium of the road. I mean, because you have to think like uh, what was it Cleopatra that came out in the '60s? That was one of the most expensive movies ever, and that was like around a $30 million budget. Hmm. So, do, perspective. Do we know what that is in, adjusted for inflation by any chance? It's a, it's like around two hundred some dollars, two hundred million. Two hundred, two hundred bucks. Not two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. Million dollars. Yes. Sorry. It's it's a it's in that ballpark. What the thirty million is? The thirty million is two hundred million. Yeah, or is it three hundred? And maybe three hundred million because Cleopatra still comes up on like you know adjusted for inflation still comes up as like one of the most expensive movies ever. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they built all that shit in camera. 
You know, there's no there's no CGI. All, there's no matte paintings. Those are sets. And it's you know, it's like we were talking about last night. It's just people uh, that you know when you, when you worked in the film industry, <laughs> you know, seventies and back. You you really really worked for your money. You worked for a living. You busted your ass getting those shots because it took a lot of work. I'm looking that up. That didn't seem right. Twenty two million. What doesn't seem right? The six million. The three hundred million. It says it's three hundred fifteen million. How is that possible? That's how, how. That's the budget. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's adjusted right. for inflation. Okay, yeah. So it was three hundred instead of two hundred. So yeah, I got that. That's wrong. fucking insane. <laughs> what, what's insane? Is it, you think it's too much or too? I little? think it's way too much. Oh well, yeah, no, but no, no man, it's, it's crazy. Bucks, bro. Yeah, I mean, like my parents always tell me, like you know, like oh yeah, we'd go see a movie first run. And it was fifty cents, and that that blew my mind in the eighties because matinees were at that time three dollars. And I remember when they went up to like matinees went up to like three twenty five and being pissed. Like, well, I'm not paying that extra quarter. <laughs> I was looking it up and uh, I was watching Cheers the other day and I was like, what does it cost for a beer back in the eighties? And it was like a dollar. Oh, there's, there's, there's that scene in Taxi Driver where he goes into like a porn theater and he's just buying all the popcorn and candy and all this stuff. Which one thing is just weird is like, <laughs> who, who buys that stuff in a porn theater anyway? But anyway, that popcorn got anal butter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a popcorn. Of course, <laughs> extra anal butter for but, me, please. But he's getting all this. Is all yeah, because he's taking so, so, super shepherd there. And yeah, it's like super awkward. Yeah. <laughs> it's how, like, how, how much was it? It's ridiculous. It's something really low. It's it's just something like <laughs> you look at it like like buck fifty, buck seventy five. Yeah. You know, you're like what? He's <laughs> <laughs> five cents. Go get something. Right. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Go to the concession stand. You know, like, maybe it's more than that, but it seems like that. You know, it's just like, what? How is that possible? <laughs> Inflation. When we're old, it's going to be a uh, minimum wage, $100 an hour. <laughs> Hopefully not. Uh, we have a break here, guys. I, I think, think we, we are. are. I think we're winding down. Uh, guys, we're going to play the trailer for Chinatown. And we we'll have not talked about Chinatown hardly at all. Well, that's how this goes. Yeah, a third of it. All right. <laughs> Los Angeles, 1937. There are lots of guys like J.J. Gittes. They're easy to find, if you want to find them. Mr. Gittes, have we ever met? Well, no. Never? Never. Since you agree with me that we've never met before, you must also agree with me that I've never hired you to do anything, certainly not spy on my husband. I don't get tough with anyone, Mr. Giddies. My lawyer does. You do your job. And sometimes you find the answers to questions that should never be asked. Or you find out what happens to people who ask them. Hold it there, kitty cat. You're a very nosy fellow, kitty cat, huh? You know what happens to a nosy fellow? I dislike the word cheat. Did you have affairs? Mr. Giddies. Did he know about it? Where were you when your husband died? You were seeing someone too. For very long? I don't see anyone for very long, Mr. Giddies. It's difficult for me. Dealing with a disturbed woman who just lost her husband. I don't want to take an advantage of.
That was a trailer for Roman Polanski's Chinatown. Okay, so speaking of Chinatown, at the end of the trailer, we're in Chinatown, just like we are at the end of the movie. Yeah. And, and then, like, we do this, like, aerial shot of the cop cars coming in, and they're like, everybody out of the fucking streets! You know, get the fuck out! And they're all being, like, mean as shit, and they're pushing all these, like, these Chinese people onto the curb right but it, it looks like they're using people that aren't actors or whatever they're just like they're like zombies they're just like uh, there's the way they're moving and just like lumbering and watching it's a very strange feeling really i did not notice it, it just feels just very like either. very staged and odd like when i was watching it today it just looked like a crowd to me that kind of caught man. off kilter like if you're walking down the street you know like, i don't know i kind of you're, you're used to like you're talking about you're used to a modern crowd like there's one dude with no shirt on and <laughs> green hair going. Whoa, I know. Dude. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it, 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 it didn't feel it didn't feel real. It, it felt it felt like a play. You know, it was like you know the, everybody, everybody felt very staged. There's no there's no everybody out there with their cell phone taking uh, taking photos of what's going on. There. <laughs> it, it was just people blankly staring. Wait, uh, wait, you're talking about the end. I'm talking about the very end, like the very last shot, uh, like where all the people after, in the streets after Faye has it, been shot. Yeah, they even show it right. This like when the police cars are coming in. You know, they're coming in. Uh, that that probably was staged. That was, uh, well, yes, at, at yeah. the, you yeah, know, okay. well, it was staged, but I mean, it's it, a, was, it is a movie. <laughs> right. Obviously, right. but I mean, that was done at, uh, you know, it just it's makes like me very... think they pulled in a bunch of people who they're just like, you know, we, we, we need a bunch of Chinese people. And they just went and got a bunch of people and it didn't seem like they knew what they were doing. That, well, it's like, it seemed like they were aimlessly wa- that walking. May, that walking. Yeah. may be true because that's, it wasn't shot what, in Chinatown. That's what background is. That's what background is. Yeah. Yeah. And this was like it just feels weird. What this I'm was thrown together at the last minute. They did not have the end of this movie when they were shooting it. So this, how are we going to end it? <laughs> I mean, this, well, that, again, he, what he was saying is it was written. What happened was, and we found out by watching the the specials on the uh, the Blu-ray, is that uh, Roman Polanski and um, Town had spent six weeks with the script, where Polanski was trying to get him to reduce it from the 180 pages that it was. Yeah, uh, it was 180 pages. So yeah, that's a, massive. Yeah, massive, and was trying to uh, was trying to get him to reduce it, and uh, uh, he claims Town wasn't willing to, to to let go of much. You know, wanted every word, uh, kind of, and then they couldn't agree on the ending. Polanski wanted her to die, and he thought it was too melodramatic. He ended up getting his way, of course, and right. uh, but but they couldn't reach an agreement, and he wanted to keep his ending. 
And Polanski just said, we got to start, you know, basically, we're just going to start shooting. We'll deal with it with the end. And when he just got his way at the end. What was the alternate ending? It, it was just Faye, Dun- Faye Dunaway who actually shot Noah Cross, uh, the, John Huston's character. And then she goes so she to shoots jail. the dad, yeah. And then the police arrest her. They're arresting her, her for yeah. murder. And right. she goes off into jail. And to jail. And so that would be your end. And Nora it's, Cross, yeah. That's just a bit too clean. You can't do that. Yeah. It, wrap, it does kind of wrap it up. In, yeah. In, uh, well, they wanted to do three pictures. As dark of a way you, as you, know. you could. Well, I don't know if Polanski wanted to do three pictures. I'm sure that uh, Town and uh, and Nicholson wanted to do three pictures. I don't right. know if Roman Polanski wanted to do three pictures. Well, he couldn't because, I mean, this was the last movie he made in the United States of America. Right. Afterwards, the when he came back, he... he, he, he he's, a, he's a very little fella. I saw in the trailer there. He's just like a... Well, they, they even, a little small little fella. They mm-hmm. added that into the script because he was. They, <laughs> they, they, uh, Robert Town really wanted Polanski to play this part. He's the five foot pole that no one would touch anybody else with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a bad joke. But it's just a joke. Polish. Uh, yeah, it's, sorry, Mr. Polanski. Sorry. <laughs> Please hire me. Now, do we talk about that for a minute? Do we talk about the, the strangeness? No, I, you know, do we talk about how after he can't work in the U.S., after he can't really, he, he can't go, he can't really be in a country that allows extradition to the United States, that there yeah. there's actors, Harrison Ford, uh, Scorny Weaver, Weaver, Ben Kingsley, Ben Kingsley, that go and work with him, continue Pierce to work with him. Yeah. Ewan McGregor. You know, even, even though Adrian Johnny Brody. Depp. Johnny yeah, Depp, Johnny Depp. That just say, we don't care that you... I know we're not talking. This is not about Polanski. This is about the movie. But it's hard not to talk about that, right? And this is it, Polanski just brings up all of that and Hollywood's treatment of him of basically saying, "Well, you know, you might have you might have well, given they the have plot. Kicked, they've kicked him out of the academy. They kicked him out of the academy. Now, now Me Too has happened. Well, was it? In, it was last year, right? Or was yeah. it 2018? Now, in the wake of Me Too. It's it. Uh, the temperature has changed in Hollywood, uh, but you know, you I mean you had again, you had uh, over a hundred people signing a petition that he should be, that he should not be extradited to the United States, and and I I don't see how you can I don't know who in good conscience can say that that is like uh why not why why doesn't he need to be extradited to Look, the United States James can he can he still make movies in jail. Uh, sure. You know? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I, I think he'd probably he, sneak yeah. him an iPhone in someone's anus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Here, yeah, why not? He's great. Hey, and it's not denying his, his art or his talent, but it's yes, just... Yes, that's it the is, thing. The, it that's, is. Why, that's why people, like, sign those petitions, right? Because, yeah, we're being selfish. We're being assholes, and we're saying, like, look, uh, I don't want to give up Roman Polanski as a director and as an artist, because, yes, he is that good. He's... Oh, that's that's a hard thing to say, man. It that's is a, hard uh, thing that's, to say. You that's, know? that's 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 that. that, 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 that and, but you have, you crystallized it. It's basically saying we don't care what you do. You you are above the law. You have cinematic immunity. No, you can no, rape thirteen no, year olds in cinematic immunity. Can, yeah. can 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 you go to jail and still make art? You know, can I still appreciate your art while you're in jail? I mean, I don't know. I, does it make me an asshole? I don't know. I it's. It, it just, I still love all his movies, though. I will say that, you know, After, knowing full well what the man did with his life. Yeah. Then you and did and did they help normalize him? Did they normalize him? Because now there are more women who've come out and said that uh, that they didn't want to say when like one woman came out and said that uh, 
that she did not want to say this when her parents were alive, that she didn't want it known that he had raped her because it, it thought it would, the, the shock of it would kill her parents. You know, it's come out and said that Polanski did it to her as well. And there's been other women that have come out. And did Hollywood and those people who worked with him normalize him? Did they allow him to carry on with that kind of behavior? I mean, that was a different time, man. I mean, it was just a such a. It was a, such a then. different time. I mean, you're talking. This is this is literally 30 years away from when like Errol Flynn could could rape a 13 year old, and Jack Warner comes in and just hushes it up. That, is that for real? Like, yeah, I'm just hearing about it for the first time. And that no nobody knew a thing about that when that man. I was didn't alive. know about that. I didn't, I didn't know, that know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I had no idea about that. I mean, yeah, everybody. But we do know report, about Polanski. Rice likes to report the Nazi and, propaganda. And, stuff, and we're continuing. You know, it seems like I don't want to do speculation, but more people, more women have come out now and said that yes, Polanski raped them as well when they were very young. Look, man, if you're doing that one time, is it? Uh, it, it is that serial behavior? I would say probably yes. You know, if you're gonna, if you have that much power and you have that much arrogance that you know you can do something like that, you think you can get away with it, and you do, you're probably gonna do it again. And you put it in your film too. <laughs> There's a quote. <laughs> it's kind of rubbing it in my face, really. I mean, <laughs> he's like, look, <laughs> put this movie out, and then I'm gonna do this. I can't breathe over here. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's why Noah Cross didn't get killed. Oh, you can't kill Noah Cross. No, 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 he's the fucking hero of this movie. Right? <laughs> I don't want to die. I don't want to think about what I, 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 I When I see a movie, I want to see myself represented. <laughs> now, and, I mean, incredibly talented man, but does that allow him to keep to keep free and doing continuing his behavior? And did those people... By going to work with him, going there and celebrating him and his, keeping him free, did they help him continue that behavior? So that's probably not what we were intended to talk about. But anyway, Chinatown's a great movie. It's probably his it's probably his best film that I, I appreciate it more than any of his other films. There are people that defend him. Yeah, and hasn't he been punished enough? They're going to be. They're going to. There's going to be some people that are going to come out here and say. I don't think he has. Well, <laughs> right? I wouldn't say the punish no. enough, but right. you know. I don't know that that age range in some other countries. Thirteen? Is it thirteen or is it fourteen? Thirteen. All right, quaalude. Yeah. <laughs> gave her a quaalude. Gave her champagne. Gave it her up the butt. Performed oral, vaginal, anal sex while she was asking oh. to go home. This is not a true crime podcast, James. I think I think you're, you're analyzing the wrong. Apparently, thing, Jack James. Nicholson's security cameras caught the whole thing. <laughs> and you you know who uh, Jack Nicholson was dating at the time? Her and, mother, Angelica Houston. Houston. Right. Nice. All the Polanski badness about. Let, let's talk about all the great things the man did with the fucking camera in the story here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because there is a lot to appreciate here in this movie, guys. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. And the cinematography and how uh, Polanski is, is telling the story with the camera is a thing of beauty. Every, every actor blocked. Every camera movement purposeful. And he'll get like five shots in one shot just by moving the, the camera or the actors. Or both. Who knows? The, man, the man's crazy. He's off the wall. Yeah, we were just talking about that. But <laughs> <laughs> in another way. In another way. <laughs> um, you you got to bring it back up again, James. <laughs> what? Yeah, apparently they, the, James uh, got more to say. They, they would lay out little frisbees on the ground, and the actors would have to like hit their marks that way, and they would be very had to be so precise because of the camera movement and focus. I didn't know this. Like, one of the shots in the very beginning in his office was out of focus. The the depth of field was uh, it was on that Burt Young from uh, from those Rocky movies. 
Oh yeah, yeah. And he's, he's like a- sweating his ass off. <laughs> yeah, they they do a good job of uh, playing up the heat in this yeah, movie. I like, like that. Ugh. Yeah, but yeah, he's 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 in that scene, and uh, his close up. It's the depth of field is so it's so shallow, and he like when when he moves out when he sees the photos, he goes he goes out of focus just probably just using, a little bit. Probably using very little light. Probably shooting wide open. Who knows? I wasn't there. Wasn't there? No, no. Those those lenses were a lot slower back then, also. But it's 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 a beautiful movie. It's a it, it's a fantastic film. It really is a, and one of my favorite Jack Nicholson films. Well, The Shining would be up there too. One flew over a cuckoo's nest. Yeah, that's I really a great like one. That one. Yeah, there's a there's a bunch now that I'm thinking of. I really like Terms of Endearment. Fuck me, that's great. I think that's great. Oh, so good. It's not a chick flick. <laughs> All right, it's good. I like chick flicks. It's okay. It's yeah, I like it too, eyes, but yeah, no, 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 no. it is a chick flick, but it's no, good. It's okay though, man. It's okay. It's, a, it's we the all best have damn money. chick flick ever. I, well, uh, it's one of them. All right, They're definitely in the top thirty. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, if I was just trying to name thirty, it would fucking be in there. the Notebook's pretty good too. <laughs> I've never seen the Notebook. James, we need to have a girl night. I've never it's seen so it. It's so good, bro. It's so We need to have a girl night. Drink. Come on. Watch it. We'll cry. I like Moonstruck a lot, too. Oh, man. That's a really good one. Oh, with Cher? Yeah. And I, I actually do like yeah, that a lot. Moon, that's Moonstruck a good is good. Yeah. I mean, okay. There's a lot of good chick flicks out there. Time. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple. <laughs> hey, when hey, Harry hey. met Sally, I really like that one. That's the first time I saw a great over, uh, over uh, maybe over the top uh Oh, who am I thinking of? Uh, my hand. Nicholas Cage. Mrs. Cage talking about his hand. Because oh! <laughs> he's an amputee in Moonstruck. Yeah. <laughs> and he's pissed at like his brother. Yeah. Because his brother has all this luck. And he lost a hand. He owns a shitty bakery. <laughs> it's so weird. You know, speaking of going over the top, that's one thing I really like about this uh, Jack Nicholson performance. He doesn't go over the top. No, he doesn't. No. He, he there's keeps a, it reined in. Yeah, there's a couple moments, like in the barbershop. Where he gets mad, where that guy's calling him, like, uh, questioning his morals on his job. Yeah. You know? well, he's just showing that he he, try, he thinks he's a good dude. You know, he's he's got conviction. He's an all right dude. Yeah. Uh, he's an all right dude. He's trying to do the right thing, you know? Yeah, but he's kind of snaky. He's not above, like, you know, stealing somebody's uh, business cards and, he, and, and you know, do, doing the breaking some laws to, to find out what's going on. He makes a living sh- sh- shooting, you know, shooting people having... Uh, I love that opening he, shot. Yeah, yeah. Shooting people having sex, basically. Yeah, you know, it basically he's a glorified peeping tom with a license. In a I, great I, suit. I yeah. do. I do like how they started off in black and white. You think you almost think the movie's going to be black and, and white. And they pull off the black and white photo. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty great. Good. That is a nice like little homage. Like, hey guys, film film noir, right? Oh, it's black and white. Oh no, it's in color. Yeah, that's that's a great way to open it up off the black and white image. Yeah, of them yeah. looking at it and then pulling back into color. Nice to see some, you know, getting hit from behind on the photos there. Nice risque opening this movie just to let you know what you're in for. When one of the cops sees him with his nose cut, uh, he, he asks him, like, what, did somebody close a bedroom window on it? He's like, no, you, <laughs> <laughs> right. he's like your, your, your wife's legs. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Around my, uh, like your, your wife's uh, legs closed Close too, too soon, soon or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. I, like the, I like the cut on his face. I, I like the, him acting with the, you know, the, the, the bandages in really I think it's great. I think it makes that. I think it's, it's really good. And the, the scene, that simple shot of him getting his nose cut open. I mean, how many times do you see a hero, you know, your main protagonist getting disfigured like that so early in the film? And they do that because it looked real as fuck. 
It looks like it went right through his nose. We actually know. Uh, they, they explained it. Uh, the, they actually had some makeup artists that came up and made up all these fake noses. And Polanski was like, no, no, that, that's going to look like shit. Get that out of here. And they built this switchblade knife that had a uh, hinge that would swivel. Well, you know, just with a little bit of pressure, it would fold back up, you know? And then at, on the other side of the knife, they had this little tube that ran up it. And Polanski had this little vial of blood. It, it wasn't that big. It was, like, it's about the size of the ha- knife handle that he had in his hand. Huh. Put it in Jack Nicholson's nose. And that's the thing. It only had the hinge that would go one way. So, you know, Jack was very, like, hey, make sure you, you're pointing it the right way because you would actually slice my nose off so yeah i don't know if it would actually slice his nose off it probably wouldn't be too comfortable i doubt it was razor sharp it doesn't need to be razor sharp for the movie you know like, <laughs> i don't know man that, that it does look it, can, can you think you can tell by looking at it on camera how sharp it is unless you're cutting you know i, I mean i don't know it, it looks great it when does, i watch yeah. it, it does holy look good. shit that looks real it does look yes. real right it <laughs> yeah, does look because yeah. slid it and the way the blood comes up and the way jack's reacts oh man jerk back dude and, yeah. his head and then when it cuts back and blood so all over it, dude, it, it looks like it really happen and then uh, you know when they reveal it for the first time i was like eh, i don't know it's kind of like a bloody mess but when they clean it up and it's got the stitches and all that man that looks good with the little yeah yeah that that the makeup there is really good that's how it's gonna look you got that gigantic band and that's the thing it's like the bandage is actually played for comedy you know because like when it happens like you see him and he gets his his nose cut he's, he's on the ground and he's, he's got blood in his hands and then it cuts and it's the back of his head and you can see his coworkers, and they're just looking at him. Yeah, which is great. And they're just like, oh, so what, what are you going to do? And then it cuts to him, and he's got that huge bandage, and he's got the tape going across both sides of his face. It's gigantic on his face. And he's actually bruised up under his like uh, his eye and everything. They did a good job on that. Oh, yeah, man, it, it's funny. It, it's a good it's a good laugh moment. It got it got to get real real good comic. Beat. And there are times when he's like talking, like he he adjusts it. You know, he's like sitting there talking, and he like stick the tape back up a little bit. You know. Yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, and, I, I think it's 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 a great thing for the character. It's a yeah. great thing, and, and yeah, and just to show you how dangerous things are. I mean, just to <laughs> warn you, instead of like just somebody punching you, slapping you around, or threatening you, someone takes and slices open your nose with a knife as a warning. And I think putting it on an actor's face because we don't see that a lot in cinema, it, it makes it a little bit more visceral. Plancy's really good about the, the violence. All the violence feels like really fast and handheld yeah, yeah. I, I it it doesn't it doesn't look artificial it doesn't look like a uh like like it's a staged fight like when he goes and he fights the okies that when he wrecks his car and oh the, yeah and they're beating him with the crutch and he's making those horrible sounds as well where it's <laughs> <laughs> so, you know it's 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 it feels kind of natural it doesn't seem like uh like oh yeah like jake is a boxer as well or everything it just looks like some guy's scrapping <laughs> Like a couple of three Okies and Jack Nicholson going at it, beating him with that damn crutch in crutch. his back. <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're not fucking around. No, and it seemed like they just that came out of nowhere. He was just like driving in there, like they come out shooting. Oh yeah, yeah, it's in that like, uh, that yeah. close up, and he's just kind of like looking around in the orange grove, and you're like, oh, and here's the hero shot, and it's just boom, those oranges explode right by I, his head. Yeah, that was great, and I love seeing that uh, that old car going through the orange grove. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's so ways. cool. It's yeah. it's shot really well, yeah. and it's it's like one of the first like really exciting moments in the movie. You're like, what the fuck? You know, all this shit's going on. Polanski is really good at his framing here. I mean, dude, I, it's it's fantastic in this yeah. film. It's really and the uh, I, I I think that his staging, the way he stages and weights the actors and how he has them just move through the frame, it's really simple and well done. You know, 
Very thought out. Yeah. Just very and very simple, but it's still very effective. We got really obsessed with that um the uh the bedroom scene. When like right after the uh they've had sex and they're just laying in bed and she's trying to uh press Jack Nicholson's character about like, you know, what's up with Chinatown? It's that top down shot where they're laying on their backs. Yeah. Yeah. And then she gets the phone call and she you know coming in from the right. And they break they break the one eighty and they establish this one eighty when she gets in the closet. Mm-hmm. And it comes back, and uh, it's 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 very simple, and it's 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 all very tripod or dolly shot. You know, it's on, it's on the head, very fluid motion. And then once she gets up from the scene and ends the scene, they have the same the same close up shot that you would think is on a tripod. Now it's handheld, and when she gets up, the camera actually gets up and goes with her for a little bit, and it, it still stops and stays at the bed with Jack. And then Jack gets up, and you know he goes and breaks her tail light in the car. But everything, the way the way it happens and why it happens, it's just so perfect. <laughs> the scene right after when he goes and he actually follows her to to where she's going, and he thinks that Faye Dunaway's character is is keeping her daughter. He didn't know he's their daughter, right? But he's keeping. He thinks he's keeping her um, like tied up, and you know her husband's like, yeah, yeah, a lover tied up. You're, you're holding her hostage, right? You're drugging her. So, so I good. love how that, that I love that. that. I love that. The outside, the way it's lit and everything, that it's just that it looks so fucking good going down the bushes and all that. And then that rever- the reverse shot, the reverse shot of his face through the glass at the end, and he kind of steps out into the darkness. Oh, that disappears. Is good. He steps back. Yeah, man. That that whole scene is is perfect. The uh, the score. Yeah, yeah. Nine days. He did this in nine days. He did the score in nine what days. They had another motherfucking composer. Badass. Robert Evans listened to the the score and was like, "This is garbage. I refuse to release." The guy it. who's going to do Star Trek. And now, the, okay, so the producer of this, Robert Evans, he also was the head of production at Paramount at the time. The head of the fucking studio. Was this Goldsmith's first Paramount thing? Because it makes sense for how he could get to Star Trek from there. Oh, because I don't know. I mean, he he was working for a while, man. I know he's done so much shit. He has what done badass. We we did talk about uh, Jack Nicholson when he's uh, when he's following Mole Ray when he first gets hired. He, he, it's at the very beginning of the movie where he's kind of like just following around trying to see if he's having an affair with anybody. Man, there's some POV shots that I think are really 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 spectacular. It's the binoculars POV. That's the first one. What's with the overlay then, on that? What do you mean? What's with the overlay? Well, it, he's saying like when you look through a pair of binoculars, you don't actually see that. Well, no, it's it's interesting. So there's like a there's like a mat, yeah, you know that they're doing, yeah, and yeah. then and then there were two discs that overlaid each other, and then you could see one from the left laying on top of the right, and it wasn't set into the mat properly. But what the fucked up thing is is in the trailer when they show that or what footage we've seen, it was cleaned up there. But the version that I saw that you can stream uh, online, oh man, you get the bootleg, That's no. What- the mat wasn't right. Like it, it looked really weird. I don't know if, if you saw it like no, that. No, that was not like that on the Blu-ray. The yeah, no, it's just the image with the black binocular mat around it. Hmm. There's no. So you're saying that like where the circles are for the two eyes, there's a. It's offset a little bit, and then uh, like there's like there's a gap where you can see the actual footage, and then there's a filter that lo- it looks like two circles, two like two concentric circles laying on top of each other. Yeah, it looks like the opacity is off a little bit on, on in between where uh, they in, overlap. in between where they overlap, and it, it's it's like they're they're a little bit oh. darker, and they maybe got a little bit of a green tint to them. But you can see the normal footage under that under that uh, a little bit, and then the mats beyond that, 
And it was like, I was like, whoa, that's really weird. But I was like, I, I, I was thinking, okay, it's the time. Maybe that's how they were ha- doing that. But when we just saw it there, it was way cleaner than what I saw. Hmm. That's interesting. No, I did not notice that on the Blu-ray. Because, I wonder if they cleaned that up. Because there, in that one, it was like fuzzy around the edges. The, the mat that I saw is very hard-edged. Oh, it's really? very hard, hard-edged mat. No, it, I've always remembered that shot being yeah, fuzzy mat. It's interesting. I'll, um, I'll maybe, maybe pull it up on my phone. Yeah, because it would be difficult to get that to be a hard mat close to the camera, wouldn't it? Well, you know, we, we started obsessing over the, uh, the other shot, the... Um, Split diopter? Oh, it's not that's a early the, 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 it, diopter, but it's uh, no, it's. I know you're talking about the newspaper the shot. Newspaper shot, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was that was a very awesome split diopter because you couldn't see the um, the line very well. Right. We, we had to pause it because I was like, "Where the fuck is the line? Mm-hmm. How they do that?" Mm-hmm. And you can't see it, but it, it, it takes a while. Mm-hmm. It's it's so well done. Anyway, um, the one we really got into the the argument about, like, how did they do this? Was the the, it's it's the shot when he's following Mulray and he goes to the drain, um, the water drain that, that spews out the water into the ocean, and it's this shot that cuts into his rear view or his side mirror on his car. Him looking in the mirror and seeing Mulray, but you also see the other direction. You know uh, what's behind the mirror and the whole uh, just the grove of trees also. Yeah. So that's nice. You you have two. You're looking at two different. Uh, well, actually, three different planes. You're looking at the. The mirror and the the out of focus mirror, the slightly out of focus grove of trees in front of you, and then the reflected image of a mole grave going through the the chain link fence. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a really dy- dynamic shot, and you can even see the car engine shake and come to a stop in the shot. Here you go, guys. What'd you find? I pulled up where I was watching it. I, no, that's not. That's weird. What is that? Uh, huh. That's I pulled interesting. up the shot of the binoculars. That's, uh, yeah. And then I- inside the mat, too, there's those. Yeah, the, you can see beyond that, the mat. That almost looks like. I, I haven't seen it. That looks like it's been, that looks like it's been remastered. That yeah. look, This looks like it's been touched up. That that they went back and done something digitally it, or. It looks like they added those lines on yeah, top of it. It's to weird. Like they're kind of some new yeah. fancy binoculars or something. Yeah, but it it's a period piece, though. Yeah. So why would you do that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. That that's. I haven't. No, I haven't seen that before. That's interesting. Weird. That yeah, that one that that looks touched up. That's the one that looks touched up. <laughs> yeah, that one definitely looks touched up. Yeah, I've never seen that. Where did, where did you watch it like that? Uh, if you uh, you know Apple TV, if you go to search or whatever, so it plays through their iTunes. If it's like if you're going to rent through iTunes, so it's it's how you would do. Why that. would they do? Why would why would it? That's so weird. Why would it be done that it's, way? It's the you know the licensed rent you know. Why would it be done? Why would they? Why would they be different? I don't know. Maybe that was Some, a maybe they did a version. maybe they did an upres for 4K, and that's what they did for that. They had to re they had to recomposite the shot. Oh, did you watch this in 4K? Maybe. Oh, I would love to see this in 4K, man. I bet you that green looks sexy as hell. Oh, I love the green in this movie. It's it's nice, but it's yeah, not. Yeah, I watched it in 4K. Oh damn, dude! Man, somebody living good. The right? very first time I watch it is in 4K with fucked up matting. <laughs> well, that actually that looks good. It looks. It doesn't look very period though. It does look like no, a modern. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why. Well, the weird concentric why circles it? over it, which were not in the version that we saw in the trailer. Yeah, you know what, what the fuck's going on there? That well, that looks fancier. The the, the version you showed us looked much <laughs> much fancier. Looked like it had more going into the to what we saw there. That just looked like a a, a, a mat. Yeah, mat. just a mat. 
dropped in. Edges. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's how I always remember it looking. Yeah. Right. yeah. But th- this this looks like they're doing an effect on it. Yeah. Did George Lucas supervise this? <laughs> <laughs> George Lucas was like, look, one of my favorite movies is Chinatown. Right? Like we can remaster this. We can yeah. make it better. You know, the binoculars shot. Yeah, he's like you know that was always bugging me every time I've seen this movie. What you need is could be a perfect picture. <laughs> That's not your George Lucas voice, Jared. Okay, so uh, this is could be a perfect picture, uh, Roman. I know that you can't come over to the Skywalker Ranch, but we could do everything digitally. Um, do you actually happen to have the print? If not, we can have ILM make it. Um. <laughs> there you go. There you go, Joel. Just for you. I could do better. <laughs> oh man, that was pretty good. Um, that was good. We should mention before uh, before we wrap up here that uh, this movie was um, nominated for eleven Academy Awards, and it only won one. It did uh, best original screenplay, and the reason it won that is because Godfather Part Two was an adapted screenplay, and Suck it won Godfather Two. Godfather Part Two won like every other. Every other Godfather Oscar. 2, it's hard to – it's a pretty solid movie. It is. Pretty solid movie. The other thing – I want to uh, ask you something, Jared. So. Did it bother you at all that, that the gardener never saw the uh, eyeglasses yes. in the pool? Yeah. It bothered me. Because if he's that detail-oriented uh, – On the grass getting in there. On the grass getting in there. He's the cool. gardener. He's it, not the pool cleaner. And no. This is what I said to, J- uh, to he's, fucking James uh, That's his no. job is to take care Jack of that pool. saw it the no, first time. It, and that, I thought it was a necklace down there the first time I saw it. I did, it. too. I did, too. Yeah. I thought it was a necklace. And then he yeah. was reaching in for it. And then – but what, like, Wait a minute. If you thought it was something different – them then being glasses brought out. Why are you guys bitching about it? Well, no, because no, it's the I, first time. Yes, but yeah, I know. Saw it. But this guy is so intent on cleaning the pool on the that first he, shot that though, he would have right? that he would have seen it. He would have seen it, and he would have pulled it out. Yeah, he wasn't cleaning the pool. He was cleaning the. But he's filter. standing around it though. He's cleaning and grass he's worried, out of the pool. He's cleaning grass out of the filter, not out of the pool. Out of the filter, and he's worried so you think about he's the, like, oh, that's not my job, bitch. That's not, <laughs> man, yeah, yeah. That, uh-uh. that, I don't, I don't dig out your, I don't dig out your no, glasses or your stuff out of the pool. No, yeah, he I just did with the glass. It's very noticeable. If, if if Jack can see it uh, quickly, then so can so, yeah. But what I'm saying is, you guys didn't even know his glasses in the first shot, the first time you saw yeah, it. It, looked it, like so a it did look like a necklace, but it looked, but even more so. I, I would even be more. Uh, you would think the guy would be even more interested in picking out a necklace than that because right. that's worth some some bread, Jack. When they, right. A pair of glasses, like yes, yeah, a pair of glasses, I'm like oh, necklace. Hey, see, the first time I saw it, I didn't, I didn't think it was a necklace. I didn't think it was. I was just like, what, what is that? I can't really make out those shapes. I thought it was a necklace the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I've had that. I've, I've always thought that. Yeah, there's, look, look, that when it looks like a piece of jewelry. I don't think that's weak in in the script though. You 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 you're knocking that. That's, that's I'm, not, picking, no, I'm just picking. What, I'm just saying. What the, he's saying is the uh, having. That character of the gardener in that same spot that he's like he's like he would have seen it by this yeah point. he would have it wouldn't, he it wouldn't have, have seen it, it wouldn't have been that. there it wouldn't have long. been there it wouldn't still be there there's a thing in the new Picard episode I'm waiting for you to watch it they do the Look, exact same shit that it's, it doesn't make any sense that they did it but it's just there so no it, no, it no happens hold sometimes on. this, in this makes total sense there's nothing illogical here this is not a plot hole you guys are just having problems with the fact that <laughs> there's a fucking gardener I'm just who is a that, gardener who is trimming the fucking hedges when you fucking introduce he him. He has a and special the, tool to pull stuff out of the pond. Yeah, Brian, you're entitled to your opinion. I think you it's can funny be as that, long as you want to be. I think it's funny. It's that, all right. I think it's funny oh, that he rolls up his you. sleeve, but he like gets in with his pants. 
He like just jumps in, is like fuck these pants, and like gets in the gets in the pond, but he's like rolling up his sleeve to reach down. Yeah, um, that's funny. But what I'm saying is, is that I think it's totally fine. I don't think it You're breaks. I don't think it breaks the movie, Brian. No, it doesn't I'm break the movie. That, that, but it like, is the thought did hit, hit my brain. Me too. When I watched. It. I was right. like, Why hasn't he seen that? Yeah, exactly. It's like he would have noticed. This he would have noticed it. And then it's not obviously yeah. you haven't spent a lot of time around ponds. I mean, you know, if you're standing around a pond all day, you're going to look in it. Is this crazy bitch throwing stuff in the pool again? Ah, fuck it. I ain't not digging that up. <laughs> I don't get paid for this. Yeah, I, mean, I don't, it I don't is a crazy family. You did, you did bring that up. I yeah, mean, yeah, come yeah. on. You know, like, he's seen some shit before. Like, some, that's like, a, you know what? Oh, I, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just leave that there. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, this is... this Last is time it was a butt plug, and I'm not doing this. Yeah, anymore. this is totally a David Lynch, I, David Lynch dysfunctional family. This is totally... No, it's not a David Lynch dysfunctional family. This is just a normal dysfunctional family. David Lynch takes it to another step. Like, John Houston would be, like, sucking up oxygen through a gas mask or something while also, like, you know, there would be something else. The oxygen keeps me young. <laughs> right. Or it would be like, uh, I don't, yeah, there would be something else that would be more bizarre. This is way too normal to be David Lynch. That should be the tagline. Way too normal to be David Lynch. It is way too normal to be David Lynch. It's not that normal. You have uh, You have a woman... Who's been raped by her father? No, 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 no. She was not raped by her father. It was a loving relationship. Yeah, it was not. It, no, wait, wait. What, Jay, what? Was Nicholas Cage. Uh, not Nicholas Cage. Now you got me talk, talking about uh, uh, freaking uh, David Lynch. I'm thinking of Wild at Heart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Jack Nicholson. He asked Faye Dunaway's character in the movie. And he's just like, he raped you. And she shakes her head no. But she doesn't say no. She does. No, does she, she shakes shake her, her head. She shakes her head no. And, and and Jack Nicholson's reaction to that is like, oh. And then even later when he confronts uh, Noah Cross later in the movie, he's like, oh yeah. He's like, like that shit was your fault. And he's like, well, I don't blame myself for what happened. Meaning, she like, seduced me, I don't, bro. I don't blame. I don't blame myself for falling in love with somebody. I don't blame myself for no, that. Like, she doesn't blame herself for that. And even when, like, Faye Dunaway's character... So it's not Noah Cross's fault. It's, it's not... The, it's the daughter's no, fault. No, well, it's he, not... He, he says you'd be surprised what she would do pregnant. under certain situations. Yeah, it's not until she's pregnant that she, when she realizes, like, oh my God, what the fuck have I done? In this now, weird way... Now, wait a minute. You're reading a lot into this. No, I you're mean, reading, that's kind of like... I, it seems <laughs> like you're reading a lot into this, Brian. Well, no, I mean that's why that's why Noah Cross's best friend. I mean, maybe I am reading a lot into you it. You're reading I've, a lot into I've, this. I've thought about this for a lot, but like Noah Noah Cross's best friend, the man, his business partner, marries yeah. marries her. Yeah, he he. No, not only marries her, he's the one that goes down to Mexico where she was trying to have an abortion, right? Because she can't legally have it in uh, in Los Angeles in the 30s. She's she going down to Mexico to have an abortion. He's the one that goes down there and saves her. And that's the reason that they get married in the first place, you know, because the dad at that point, he can't go down there and save her because that's going to make him look terrible because he's the head. of He owns the water company at that point. What's he going to do? I mean, this is the 30s. If you let a scandal like that now, come out, you say you, you say this. I don't take it that way that that this was all consensual. Uh, you seem to take it that it's consensual. I don't. Well, because- no, it's not consensual in terms of like. It's it's a powerful father what, figure she doing keeps terrible saying things you don't to his know daughter. How terrible, how how dangerous and terrible her father is. She keeps saying that to Jake that how dangerous he is and what he's capable of. Yeah, well, I don't think that is. I don't think that's relating to their incestual and, relationship. And, I think that's things once, that she's seen and, from and, the power. Well, the no, water I don't. I, I disagree with you because the, as soon that's when she shoots him. He gets near her daughter and she shoots him. 
So I don't think it was consensual. I and when she when, when she and when, when when I don't think she says no that I wasn't raped. I think that she has trouble when she when I don't think she's saying no. I think that when he asked her he raped you, she can't bring herself to say anything. It's look she's like you know, she can't even express what happened. She's she can't. I don't take that as her saying no. Do you take that as that she said no? It wasn't rape. It was a consensual thing. I, I didn't read that. Into I didn't it. say it was consensual. She, she leaves it open. It just yes. wasn't rape. She leaves it open. She can't answer the question. But, I don't think she says James, no. I think it she wasn't, can't answer it the question. It wasn't rape. You're saying it's rape. I'm saying no. It's not rape. I'm saying no. It's not rape. She loved her father, and she has conflicted, confused emotions about it, and that's what makes it more tragic. If it's just rape, it's it's just a front page. Here it is. This is a victim. This is somebody bad. No, it's more complicated than that. She it's doesn't Chinatown. seem to have any love for him. She shoots him. Because She's terrified of him through the whole movie. She's yeah, scared of Because, she because, the because she, yeah, exactly. That's why. She fears for her child. She even says it in the movie. When she comes back, she's afraid for her child. She fell in love with her child. She wants to go down there and end her child's life. And she rediscovers this motherhood. This is when did when did she say this, Brian? I, I you have come up with all these things that I don't remember being said no, in the movie. No, she no, she totally says that in the film. She says, "I rediscovered my mother." Uh, the, no, my, she doesn't say, say she that. rediscovered because <laughs> that's her... what you just said, right? <laughs> she she says that she went down to Mexico to have an abortion. They decided to have the child, and he was going to marry her. She realized what a blessing she was. And how now she is ready and she wants to be a mother. That's what she says. There is nothing that addresses what happened to her. I don't think she says, no, I wasn't raped. She Again, she leaves it open. She can't. That's not a nod saying no. That is a nod like she can't. She is like so. She can't go into it. She can't explain what happened. She can't talk about what happened. But James, I think victim. that's beautiful. Now, let me, can, I, can, can I keep talking for a second, please? <laughs> All right. Because it's great. <laughs> That that is not what's going on. You have read that into that. Now, is it possible? I don't know. But it that is not what is expressed in there. And she is terrified of this man. You have no idea when the last time that he, he saw her was. But you have no. You there is no sense that that she ever in the presence of her father. She is terrified of her father. Yeah. She and she is horrified of her father. And she keeps expressing to Jack Nicholson. Yeah, she's naked in front of Jack Nicholson. And when he brings up that he saw her father, she starts covering herself up. Yes. It it does not kind of play to me. You may feel that way, but I don't get the feeling that it was totally consensual. Um Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. Let's go watch it. <laughs> And we're back from watching the scene. So what was the verdict, Brian? I stand by everything I said. <laughs> I added the abortion thing just because of the time and the place that it took place in. But I stand by everything I saw in all those reaction shots. And are you telling me you don't see I, my I, interpretation of that? I, I don't. I, I, I don't see your interpretation. I guess I could see that maybe you, that, that it's ambiguous. I think she can't really answer. Oh, there think we it's go. Ambiguous. And that's and, why it's good and great, right? Good and gray, but I it's not just straight rape like you're saying. It's ambiguous. We don't know. And There's different levels of rape, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure you're right. It was all it's consensual. More, it was consensual. No, what I'm she saying is, it. it's more complicated. It was all good. It's more complicated. <laughs> she was into it. Yeah. It gave her a quaalude. It was okay. <laughs> oh, about that. <laughs> it's more complicated than just rape. It's it's it's, it's skeezier. It's worse. <laughs> there was champagne. There was a jacuzzi. There was incest involved. <laughs> 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 too, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Fuck you guys. Right. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck you guys. I'm done here. <laughs> Fuck all of you. <laughs> we we gonna rate this or what? Yeah, let's rate it. Oh, what, what do you? How do you rate it? I mean, what you? What do you have? What's oh, the? What's well, the rating? It's been a while. Done this before. <laughs> it's been a while. What do you do? It's like four stars, three stars, five ten. stars, ten. ten. Yeah, one out of ten. One we out rate of ten. Each movie on their own merit. I give it a ten. Oh damn! I give it a ten. Uh, I I think it's a fantastic piece of work, even with the glasses. <laughs> I don't that think that's the movie. I don't think that breaks anything. You guys are way too hard. <laughs> it's just an odd thing. And no, it doesn't break the movie, but it does seem an odd thing. It's like, why how does else? he not see those glasses? Okay, how else are you going to know that Noah Cross is the fucking no, I murderer? I get it. That's fine. That's fine. It's just it's just something that ran across a motherfucker's brain, bro. Do you guys do that when you watch Sherlock? What? Right? It, it, when, they, when, they, when they throw that red herring in that you're like, you're oh, like, oh, yeah, that was the thing from the beginning to the spot. No, no, yeah. no doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. do you sure. do that or you're yeah. like, oh, sure. that was cool. Yeah, <laughs> you both. You're hey, like, this, look, I like the glasses because when they brought the the glasses out, you just thought they were Mulray's glasses. It would have been different. No, no, no. What I'm saying, it would have been different if that man hadn't been there. If he'd walked by and seen the glasses, and then he like leans down and picks up a stick and tries to get them, and then she comes out and catches him, and then yeah. he gets and he throws the thing down, and then he comes back and he sees them again, and he gets an uh, gets a chance to grab it. Totally fine. The issue is the dude who stands around that same spot for twelve hours a fucking day and has been yes. doing it for over three days, taking since care the of last that pool, time it's keeping happened. the grass out of the pool. <laughs> he would have seen him. It's bad for the glass. It's really gl- grass. Come on, that's good, right? That's funny. It's a little racist joke thrown in, you know. Come on, that's that's good. What's the Chinaman joke where he comes in and he's like, you know, fucking like a Chinaman? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a that is a funny little thing that he's telling the joke and he. And, it's, and he's and he all of a sudden he becomes Jack Nicholson. It's all of yeah. a sudden you recognize he doesn't seem like Geddes so much. He's like, holy crap! Uh, Jack Nicholson just became Jack Nicholson instead of uh, Geddes it, right. in the movie for a moment. There, he's Jack he's Nicholson. Blue. Yeah, he's got a couple of those. The, the barbershop and uh, there's yeah. another one too. I forget what it is. Well, that's right before the barbershop. You're still running in that moment when he's when he's all he's all Nicholson out. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 another one where he's got later on too. Where I'm like, oh yeah, that's just that's Jack Nicholson, man. Uh, I also he underplays it for the most part. The, uh, the the where they go to the uh, to the retirement home where um, Ray is putting all the uh, the land buys he does under the names of uh, people who are just been deceased, who just died, who were at the nursing home, or who were at the nursing home and and not completely in control of their faculties. You would have you believe, and Ray's taking and putting their names on the deed so that he can buy up the the entire valley and he goes in and he starts he sorry asks the guy he goes do you allow you don't allow Jews here, here. <laughs> and he's like sorry no he goes great my father my father wouldn't have it any other way <laughs> yeah. that's, what, that's what he does a couple times too. he's like wait do, do you do this okay okay good. Good. I was good. testing you I was good. testing you because neither does my father it's just uh, like wow making sure you're Holy a good cr- red blooded American. And it's the, the Faye Dunaway's character is like falling in with him, just like, oh yeah, yeah. Wait, this is in the thirties. This is how, <laughs> how how far away from World War Two? Well, so weird. That's an interesting thing too. Like, what year is this exactly? We know it's before World War Two. Uh, it's late thirties. Late thirties. Late mid to late thirties. We know for sure. Does that seem like it really plays into the, the story? Because the, 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 really. it kind of seems almost out. I didn't realize it was set in that time until we watched the trailer. Does the trailer say what year? Yeah, at the beginning of it, it says. What does it say? Like in thirty something. Nice. 
Wait, you didn't know it took place in the 30s? No, I mean, I was watching it today for the first time. Really? The clothes didn't give it away? I just thought they were being what? stylish. The, the cars and the like they're in LA and the lack of like freeways and like no, subways I was, I was and, <laughs> you know you're like no, I mean, you knew it was a period piece but you didn't know yeah, what year I didn't it know was. what year it was you yeah. didn't know oh, okay, if it was yeah, like yeah, right. you didn't Fair. know if it was 1940 or 1930 but you knew yeah, it, you know it took place back oh, in the day no doubt yeah. okay all right yeah all right, of course yeah. Brian I didn't think it was like 2006 well <laughs> just make sure you didn't think it was like 1974 especially with all the rape thing going on you know yeah, there just, you let, go. just letting it go. Just letting it go. <laughs> let, let it breathe. Let it, let breathe. it go. <laughs> we let it breathe long enough. Uh, I'm gonna give this a ten as well. Nice, nice. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies ever made. I, I really enjoy it. Um, every shot's great. Every performance is great. I love everything. I would not change a single moment. It, there not are, even the glasses. There are some. <laughs> there are a few little minor things that are kind of weird, like the, the the character who like shoots Faye Dunaway. That weird stance he's got with the gun just looks bizarre. But see, you know, you you call that stuff weird, and just I I think that's just the charms of this movie. And it's like I I can't imagine this film without him. Yeah, it's just doesn't that look? Does you got to say it looks a little odd that stance he takes while he's shooting at her. You know, yeah. it's like crane stance. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I don't know. It, everything feels like it's either an homage to the the thirties or well, the forties and fifties film noir, or it just feels timeless. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's a, this movie really, really has aged pretty damn well. Oh, I mean, yeah. oh it's aged perfect. I mean, come on, man. What the fuck? I mean, Super this is easy great. to watch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are a few things that maybe have aged a little less. It's a 30s detective right. yarn you have to think about when it's... The whole slappy thing. My daughter. <laughs> She's my sister. My sister had my daughter. Oh. You know, it's, a, he, it's pretty melodramatic. It is, but if you didn't have that in there, I would say that that would be phony. Well, it's not just that you have or it in there. It's, it's how it's played. It's kind of like Faye Dunaway playing, playing, yeah, that yeah, playing just, it up. Playing it, playing it big, you know, playing... Did Humphrey Bogart ever <laughs> yeah. play something say, small? Playing to the style. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you need that for this kind of movie. It's on brand. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 10 as well, guys. Really? For everything we've said. Yeah. I was thinking a 9 because, you know, the the glasses thing. The glasses know, would yeah, not they'd take it off it there. Point for me, but. You guys are fucking nuts <laughs> about this shit, man. Nobody, what the fuck? I've never even heard this complaint before. You guys are busting my balls. It's just an odd little oddity of the movie. I don't think it ruins it, but I think it's a little oddity of the movie. I'm done with you guys. I love you, bro. <sighs> All right, guys. So next month, Listener Request Month, uh, we'll inspire more conversations like we had tonight. Um, if you guys <laughs> want to get in touch with us. We sh- talk so little about this movie. Wait, what, I'm going to say, I'm gonna say about? it's about uh, 60, 40. Yeah. Let me ask you. You're probably younger than I am, but did you did, – when you see like uh, the water and power, some of the character actors in this – does it rem- do you, do you like do you remember Magnum PI? No. Okay, see that's so there's there's the guy who plays Higgins is is in the Magnum <laughs> PI is in this. I couldn't help thinking that all the, the, the there was a lot of character actors who ended up playing in TV roles and you know a lot of TV actors. A lot of TV actors, a lot of uh very you, famous ones. Yeah. So I keep I keep saying to Brian like uh I made your eyes. Oh, you know? <laughs> Oh, James Holland? Yeah. yeah. You know, you see, like, I, I just keep saying Higgins going, like, oh, man, he's not going to let Thomas have that. Oh, you're beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> he's not going to let Thomas have the Ferrari. But you didn't see that. No. Yeah. Sorry. All right, guys. Okay. And on that note.
You've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's themoviecrew. Crew is spelled C-R-E-W-E. That's right. Extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at moviecrewpod. Jared, where can they follow you, good man? You can find me on Instagram at checkthegate and on uh, Twitter at Jared B. Callen. And James. No. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> He's only making a bunch of noise. What? What? Wait, you're not. You're not. Uh, you didn't social media. No, I don't do social media. You don't do social media. I don't do right. social media. I watch Irish people eat strange things. If you guys want to follow me, <laughs> you can do so at Elkins Edits on Twitter. Uh, and guys, we're gonna close out the show. Like we do every night with a little bit of the soundtrack, we're going to be playing track number one. I don't know what it's called. Statutory rape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. James, you're never allowed on for another Polanski. <laughs> you know, the last again. podcast he was on, we had a discussion about Polanski on the podcast. <gasps> yeah. We did. Right. Of course we did. It was James. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker can't stop talking about rape. Hey, for some He's reason, like, we were talking about another movie that went there. It, it did. Did it we did. really? Yes, and even outside. So we're going to be closing out the show tonight with uh, track number one from the Chinatown soundtrack, titled Love Theme from Chinatown, parentheses, main title, from composer Jerry Goldsmith. Enjoy. Enjoy.